Tommy P. Yeah. Should Good we to go, go mate. All right, let's do it. Welcome to the Creme de la Creme podcast. I'm Tommy P, standing in this week for Tudor. Um, his fantasy team and Man United both lost horribly at the weekend, uh, and he's gone AWOL. Uh, so while he licks his metaphorical wounds, we'll crack on. Uh, I'm joined by podcast stalwarts, the commissioner, Andrew Della. What's up, Tommy P? Well, I see that. You probably nearly said what's up, Tudor, there, didn't you? I just I, must I, I remember. I nearly did. It's going to be tough for us all today. And uh, stoking the fires in the engine room as ever, Will the One Graham. One signing on, Tudor. Sorry, I meant. <laughs> um, and uh, as always, the knob twiddler himself, Pedro. What's up? I'm editing so, that out. <laughs> oh, what? That's gold. <laughs> how are we, how are we doing, gents? Yeah, mate. So in the words of uh, words of LL Cool J, don't call it a comeback, mate. Yeah, back on top or well, second place in the league actually, but at least I won a game, so I've kind of broken last season's curse. Um, it's feeling good, mate. Yeah, and it obviously took my mind off the horrendous Manchester United performance again, which I'm sure we'll come on to later. So good, mate. Yeah, we certainly will be coming on to that later. <laughs> Della, good good week in the Prem, mate. It's been a good week all round, really. Apart from Southampton losing um, to Bournemouth, uh, yeah. it's quick, quickly forgotten by the uh, thrashing last night in the uh, proper South Coast derby. Um, <laughs> and I'd, oddly enough, people people seem to be asking me, you know, why is that excited? It's only Pompey. It's like Saints have never won at Fratton Park in my life. Yeah. No way. Is that, is that real? Yeah, really? I've never won in Fratton Park in my life. It's the first in time in forty I've years. It. <laughs> wow impressive. nearly mate yeah, yeah no, I know I hear you <laughs> um, and in the uh, creme de la creme as we'll touch mate I um, I ended the last undefeated streak so yes it was a good weekend mate. that's got to feel good um, so last week we looked at those seasons that are turning around for better or for worse um, and this week we'll be looking at maybe the reason behind some of those disappointing starts to the season uh, busted draft picks um, what I like to call kebab players, uh, the ones that you, you thought they were a great idea at the time, but uh, now you're regretting picking them up. Um, so to help us pick through all that, uh, a warm welcome to this week's guest, Cully. Hi there. Thanks for the invite. Welcome. Thanks. Nice studio you've got. I thought it was all yeah. done on yes. or something, but it's really pretty what, what, in here. Yeah, we just had a guest it chair. Yeah. The screens, it's like Sky Sports News. Mm. We've invested a lot into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope uh, yeah, I hope hope you uh, enjoy the free drinks and everything. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Cully uh, is six games into his second season in the league. Uh, last year he spent the year in second or third in the uh, Segundo del Mundo, flirting with promotion before falling away in the closing stages uh, and the beginning of this season. So uh, let's see how he does under the real pressure of the uh, hot seat questions. Della, over to you. Thank you very much, mate. Will, if you ever feel like you're getting too uncomfortable, there's a spare pair of pants in that drawer to the right. 
Thanks. Um, and bar snacks are to the, to the left over there. Um, Pedro, can we have the music, please? <laughs> Ding. Right, question one. We ask everyone this. Football doesn't exist. What are you watching? Uh, tricky question. Um, there's a Rugby World Cup on at the moment, um, which hasn't got exciting yet. But I was thinking if, if football doesn't exist, does rugby exist as well? Okay. It's a... Whoa. I'm the one asking the questions. Come on. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Go on then, question two. <laughs> oh, God, you put me off my... Oh, I, mean, I, need, I might need those spare pants. Right, question two. Um, blow up paddling pool full of KY jelly, no rules. Who submits first, Pep or Klopp? <laughs> Who submits first? Yeah. Uh, Pep does, easily. Okay, nice. Uh, question three. Weird, don't they? It's very true. Question three. What position in the league will left West Ham finish this season? Oh, I put a bet down for them to finish um, like best of the rest. I think so about 12 to, 12 to 1 or something like that. So they'll come seventh. Seventh. Okay, fine. Question four. Would you rather pay to watch Sean Dyche do stand-up comedy or Steve Bruce eat as much gooey cheese as possible? Uh, I'll go for Dyson comedy. Oh, I was hoping you'd say Bruce. Amazing. <laughs> okay, and finally, on a scale of one to ten, how good a boss was I? A boss? Mm. Oh, line management. Well, mm. you only did it for a bit, so I'll give you a two. <laughs> oh no, actually, you, you my praise went all right. Maybe a three, three and a half. <laughs> Right, get him off. That's it. <laughs> mate, that's the best review you've ever had, mate. <laughs> right, nice one, mate. Welcome. Cheers. Yeah, welcome to the pod, Cully. Um, how are you doing so far in the league? You enjoying it? You winning? Um, hot and cold. 1-3, lost three. Um, I I got bigged up last week on the podcast, and that was mm. a kiss of death because that meant I lost a will. So, um, <clears throat> but Sorry, mate. similar to last year... Um, flirt with promotion and then fall away at the end I reckon that'll be my season very much a Leeds United of the engine room yeah aim high and then just secure safety at the end that's, yeah, that's, that's, it, how, yeah. that's how you want to do it Yeah, keep it safe um, we've asked you to do some homework and come up with a prize or forfeit for the winner of the wooden spoon in the best of the rest this season uh, what have you come up with well I hate public embarrassments um, and there's there's always a chance that I could go down and end up with some kind of wooden spoon. So I think you should just give someone a wooden spoon. Keep it classic. Keep it, keep it simple, yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, we'll, we'll add that one to the list. Lads, what's piqued everyone's interest uh, this week across uh, Fantasy League and uh, Premier League? Okay, fine, I'll get it going. Pedro, can you play the clip, please? Good next. Yeah, I think they're just going to get really angry and put maybe nine past them. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, Sterling scores all of them. I'll be. I I was hoping you'd forget about this. I told you, didn't I? I told you. Eight goals. (laughs) You rewind it, mate. I said they'd get angry. They'll score eight or nine, and they scored eight. I mean, that Watford, I mean, the Man City, I mean, the big story, I guess, for fantasy was the fact that they left Sterling. Um, on the bench yeah and I've got Sterling in my team mate and I thought that was going to undo me but lucky Bernardo Silva popped up with a huge amount of points to save the day but yeah mate can't lie you called it can't believe it but you called it yeah I actually got Otamendi managed to score his one and only goal of the season but 
wasn't yeah, enough. Yeah, obviously, but... I, put, I played you, man. I was a bit worried with Otamendi's points, but I think Bernardo Silva's hat-trick kind of turned it around for me. Yeah. City players, but, yeah, it's phenomenal, isn't it? I think it was like five goals in 20-ish minutes, was it? Something like that? It's... Yes, I think it was like 18 or something oh, like yeah. that. It was, God. I mean, I mean, just makes you think like if they decide they want to win a game 8-0 they just do it yeah <laughs> it's like what, what are they doing the rest of the time just kind of playing with people just making it interesting aren't they yeah. that's what it is yeah, yeah. I don't know I think um, a couple of things interesting things there um, I certainly got fortunate that Kyle Walker got taken off in the 57th minute um, and I was playing him so no clean sheet there I think he made three three substitutions at half time or thereabouts Um and also Watford players. I mean, I, I did a little little bit of looking and Foster is still taken in all three leagues. Um, other than that, only two players are taken from Watford across all three leagues now, which if you'd have wound it back to the beginning of the season, it would have been substantially more than that. Yeah, they were the real value players of last season, weren't they? Yeah, they were. And and I think, I mean, you'd, you'd imagine they'd probably get a bit better than they've been doing. But I mean, that's... It helped. It certainly helped me um, moving on um, to beat Nick, and we should just say well done. Last uh, uh, last undefeated record lasted five games. Last uh, man standing, mate. Yeah. Last man standing is now no longer standing. Um, <laughs> Nick, I've played him twice now. Last week with an undefeated record, and last year uh, in the cup final, I've beaten him both times. So come on, Nick. I've got you, mate. Bogey, Bogey team. team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I can't talk now. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. <laughs> oh, no. That's a podcast. Right. See, see yeah. you next week, boys. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I guess, play, I guess um, after that, I don't know whether you guys have seen the, um, the obviously you have, Tom, but the uh, the landscape is suddenly looks um, a bit different in the, uh, in the creme de la prem at the minute. Unnoticed. <laughs> 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 we are plummeted about four or five places yeah it's um yeah it's looking slightly different uh you know early days though your yeah, dad it's, it's, your it's dad's lost two up. in a row nick's now lost mike and um phil phil um phil won this week as well it's gonna say um, if his first, first win time. of the season yeah yeah good yeah, to see convincingly as well um and that was against your dad so i mean yeah, it's all of a sudden the league is bunching up a little bit. Um, I've got Mark next week, so that'll be three losses in a row for him. Um, oh, confidence. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, all of a sudden it's like looking a little bit more open, I think. Is Phil going to march his way up the league now, mate? Who knows? No. <laughs> He's got Greg next, I think, isn't it? He's third, I think, isn't it? So um, no, Not easy to beat Greg. Yeah, it could be the end of Phil's win streak. Is one game a streak? I guess it's not, is it? <laughs> well, a streak of one. A streak of one, yeah. I guess so, yeah. Uh, yeah, good stuff, mate. Yeah, it's looking all right in that league. Isn't Anyone it? got anything else? Um, what else is there then, mate? Uh, can I bring up my favourite subject, although it becomes less and less favourite these days? Man United and their away performances? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, I mate. It. It's not looking good, is it? And then you throw in, from a fantasy perspective... Because obviously we talked about it a couple of times. The Rashford went very early doors in the draft pick um, in my division, but United haven't really got any centre forwards. No. Still looking a little bit leaky at the bag, looking a bit better, but still conceding the odd goal. It's just not looking good, especially away from home, mate. It's I mean, is Martial still injured? Apparently yeah. he's going to be back quite soon. Though. Him and Pogba mm. are on the verge of coming back, so that that all kind of might change well, one the good, landscape. One bad, I suppose. Well, yeah, I well, don't put Martial down, mate. He's a good player. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, so I, yeah, we talked about it before, didn't, didn't we? But the, the, I think it's going to be hit and miss all season. They are. And if you look at some of the midfield players. Why would you have them in your fantasy team? They're not yeah, going to score think, many points. Interestingly, so. interestingly you, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people bank on Man United defenders, and if you look at their last eight away games, they've not. Um, they've not kept a clean sheet in any of them in the league. And the last mm. time they had was away at Fulham um, back, I think in February of last season. Um, they've in that time, they've played Palace, Arsenal, Wolves twice, Everton, Huddersfield, Saints and West Ham. And they've not kept a clean sheet away from home. Right. Uh, um, and, I, and I've got De Gea, Lindelof and Maguire in my team. Yeah, a lot, well, a lot of people do. We'll still have Man United played. And it'd be, it's going to be difficult to drop them as well because um, you, you, you'd probably back them to turn it around, but they've been pretty shocking. Who are they going to put up front now that Rashford took a knock? Is it this, this Greenwood lad? Well, he's injured. Is he? <laughs> yeah, he's injured so, as well, is he? Didn't he, yeah. didn't he play last night in the cup? Or uh, no, United are playing tonight, I think, in the cup. Oh, so, but he yeah. only had a knock, so he should be back quite soon, as should Martial, so it'd be, it'd be one of those two. But if they, if they're not back... Then I think Lingard came on um, yeah. up front, yeah. and, and we know he's prolific, don't we? I think he scored what four goals in about four years or something. Lingard so, dreams yeah. of a one goal in five ratio. Yeah, he's a good young player, mate. At twenty six, twenty seven. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, worry, worrying times for me personally, but also from a fantasy perspective. So yeah. Yeah. But Man you were up against a tough uh, defensive team at the weekend. Come on in, right? Will. Come on in. Let's have it. Let's have haven't, it. Out. Haven't conceded in four games. You know, haven't like lost for about six games. So West Ham are, are doing. Yeah, after doing their well. dodgy dodgy start, was it against City? I think they played, didn't they? They looked pretty solid at the back, haven't they? To be fair yeah. to them. Well, really this solid. weekend is anything to uh, go by, mate. Um, if you can get out uh, with a four 0 against nil. Man City, I think you've probably done <laughs> you've quite done well. Right, haven't you? Yeah, they're quite tight at the back still. That's and, it. Um, that first game of the season as well. So get that one out of the way. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I think, um, also, you look at what Will's just saying. You look at um, the the keepers available, um, or not available, just the keepers in in general. Fabianski is currently the top scoring keeper. He does it every year. Um, yeah, I think you know West Ham. Is it the year that West Ham push on? You look at their team, and actually, you compare it for that West Ham Man United game, and actually. You, you wouldn't have many of that United squad over that West Ham squad. Well, especially if you looked mm. on the bench. Yeah. If you looked on the bench, their bench was much, much stronger. And I think, um, is, it, is it Yarmolenko, midfielder? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think he's got 22 points in his last three games from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, two goals this season. So, yeah. pretty, pretty impressive. So, yeah, I think they've got a good squad. And as you say, they're not conceding many goals. Yeah, I think they're a good shout, mate. And I think some of their, um, I think there's a few of their players that haven't been snapped up yet. I think they're probably going to get picked up in the next week or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for for me, this was the week where I suddenly noticed West Ham were kind of doing something. And, you know, you go to their squad list and have a little look through, see if there's anyone available. And um, I don't know, there's not many, there's not many in the, um, in the Creme de la Prem, not many West Ham players available, really. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it is, up. despite them not, conceding many goals and yeah there is Fabianski is always good but it's quite a bit of a risk to be a to pick up a defend a West Ham defender and stick them straight in your team I still mm. think it's a risk because they're always yeah. doing this aren't they 
Yeah, but you, you're biased because you, mm. you, it, it hurts twice for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I still hate you after the 94-95 season when you stopped us winning the league anyway. Oh, yeah. Big old Ludo. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, let's have a little look at things in your league, shall we, Will? Um, Josh yeah. wins again. Um, yeah. I can't, he's a bit of a runaway train at the minute. You know, he's lowest, looking phenomenal, mate. The lowest score he's um, got after six rounds is 44 points. That's the lowest he's scored. He's um, the highest scorer across every single day. Oh, yeah, yeah. By, by a long by way. Country by a long now, way. Yeah, he scored 318 or something like that, I think. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's, that's, that's seriously ahead of everyone else, I think. Yeah. But if you, look at, if you look outside of Josh, second to fifth are all within um, one win of second place. Um, and the whole league is still within six points of second place. Um, you take someone like Ali in that, um, in that league, always seen as a perennial uh, loser. Yeah, um, total loser. Total yeah. loser. Um, yeah. It's in the blood. It's not his fault. Um, he scored over 60 points in two of the last three weeks in that league. Ooh. Yeah, it's funny you say. He's the one to crush Josh things. He's got them. Got Josh this week. Has he? Good. Yeah. Good piece of knowledge. Yeah. Well. Yes. Maybe. Um. Yeah. Maybe a good time for Ali to play. Uh, for play Josh. Yeah. I, I think the engine room is, mate. It's going to be a really tight league because I've got Bobby next, and then I think I've got Ali afterwards, and I thought that's six points in the bag. But now I'm quite worried. Actually, I think every game's tough in that division. Now moment. it's only going to be uh, a guaranteed three points next yeah, week. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, you're right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Bobby. <laughs> Yeah, um, like I said, it's um, it's an extremely it's extremely tight league, and it is bunching up. Apart from Josh, he does need to be pegged down a few uh, though. So um, come on, Ali, do it for the uh, do it for the cause, mate. Uh, that that would be a big win. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, I, I think it needs to happen as well. I think um, we we're talking about um, talking about West Ham uh, earlier. Um, whether they can make the leap, um, I might have got the Man City thing. Uh, extraordinarily right but one thing that I did get very wrong is Everton I mean what on earth they're a yeah. shit show aren't they yeah they I mean, are. you, you tipped them mate to, to have a big push didn't you I did yeah yeah um, but that just proves that they're they're um, you know you can't trust them yeah. I mean I've got I've got Moyes Keen up front still in my team and I'm, and I'm loathed to, to drop him but I don't know. They're just so poor, aren't they? So so poor. And I don't know, mate. Calvert Lewin up there as well. Just they're just not. Doesn't look a good I mean, team, does it at all? I mean, you can have a go, but that is extraordinary, isn't it? I mean, you wouldn't have got anybody saying Sheffield United were going to go there and win two 0 No way. Not a chance. And the Everton fans must be tearing their hair out. How much did they spend? Boys. Was it was it 100 million? Was it? They spend about 100 million every year and finish eighth. I mean, yeah, every year. Oh, Streamland eighth. <laughs> yeah, that's the big time. Oh, yeah, the big eight. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the big eight now. To be fair, that's my United fans. So. Yeah, yeah, well, absolutely. <laughs> well. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, yeah, Everton did have a good run of games as well. It, I'm ser- I've got it. Won't be. I'm seriously considering offloading him now. Um, yeah, me too. Um, he's. I don't know. I just don't think that. I just don't think they're they're worth the. Um, 
just don't think they're worth the, the space. I, you know, yes, last year you could have counted on Sigurdsson, you could have counted on Richarlison. I had Richarlison last year, he scored me a load of points, but all of a sudden you don't know who's playing up front, you don't know who's playing on the wings, and they're not keeping clean sheets. So, yeah, big fall away from Everton. Anyone want to talk about anything else? Uh, just a quickie, mate. I thought it's probably fair after we gave Robert tons of shit for his awful score in his previous game. He's come back pretty strong and beat Crouch. Was it 50-45, I think, was it? So, um, in the BDR. Yeah, high-scoring so, game. High yeah, scoring game. so it's so a fair play to him. He's kind of dusted himself off, and I think he's got in second place still. So, I think it's probably fair to give him a mention after we gave him a lot of shit for getting 12 I, points. We can give him a mention, but we can also say, quit bitching about your crap squad. Your well, this is it. Point yeah. hole in bell piece. Yeah. And did we mention he got 12 points? Did we, yeah. did we capture that? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's over in the BDR, isn't it? Um, obviously, we don't have a representative from the BDR. So, um, well, let's move on. Yeah. yeah, it's the minor leagues anyway, isn't it? <laughs> no, look, uh, there were a couple of good games <laughs> in that league. Um, like you say, Rob beat, uh, Rob beat Crouch 50-45. Uh, also, heartbreaking result for James. When you're losing 50-52, was it? Oh, yeah, or... Oh. That hurts. That hurts. I think it came down to bonus points on the last game, and oh, is it refreshing over and over. Trying to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. We've all, yeah, we've all been there. We've all been there. Um, yeah. So, um, lastly, I guess in the BDR, um, the top uh, the top four spaces, like we said last week, and the bottom four spaces are all sort of um, nearly sort of two mini leagues in there at the minute. Um, um, and the um, the bottom four players, uh, three of them are six points, and Crouch is three. But actually, if you look, they're all they're all only actually separated by seventeen player points. Yeah, I was looking so at that. Well, the bottom three are separated by two, aren't they? So two, two twelve, two ten, and two ten. Yeah. 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 Tight, mate. Tight. That you wooden should, um, spoon, mate. That wooden yeah. spoon or sandwich board. <laughs> you should give Pedro a bit of stick, actually. Um, yeah, to be fair, we obviously he's got a lot of power over this podcast. So we're quite nice to him, but um, not good, Pedro, is it? Not good, mate. Well, he, he got a I win got, this week, but he yeah, scored twenty six points. I said, I said on the pod last week, um, my problem was game management. My player points looked good, but I wasn't picking up actual points. Um, this week, I, my guys did what they needed to do. Um, we got the win. <laughs> Might have only scored twenty five. Um, that's not what's important right now. It's about putting um, actual points on the board, which we did. I'm very happy. Yeah, you're it's like not, the, it's not listening to Yeah, I was going to say, it's like listening listen to Roy Hodgson post-match interview, that <laughs> <Yeah>. was. <laughs> <laughs> the Crystal Palace of the best of those. <laughs> Burnley, uh, I guess, is another one. Um, you mentioned it there. Burnley, yeah. they, look, they look like they're back, Tom. Yeah, Burnley doing what they do, just becoming uh, solid and unremarkable. And, uh, and you know, they're just going to be there or thereabouts uh, playing old school, early 90s Premier League football, which uh, we all love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, a couple of years ago, you could have relied on Burnley to score, um, you know, to get clean sheet points quite consistently. Yeah, the um, Europa didn't help them, did it, to be fair? No, it didn't. Um, but I don't think they were in that last year. I can't remember to be honest no, I can't remember now whatever it's Burnley no one gives a fuck yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. I don't follow them that closely um, no I guess that's pretty much it I guess uh, you might want to I mean touch on Aurea the, I mean we, oh the VAR yeah, what was the Aurea thing well he um, he scored 
uh, for Spurs when it was, was, was uh, Son offside was he? I think yeah he was by like the length of his the length of his foreskin yeah um, <laughs> they had to yeah. slow it down zoom right in and it's like a millimetre and that was to put Spurs 2-0 up I think and then three minutes later they conceded so Aurea went from scoring and potentially getting bonus points and keeping a clean sheet to having the goal disallowed and and losing his clean sheet within a couple of minutes so uh, that was a tough one um tough one to take just goes to show mate don't celebrate a goal until two minutes later that's the lesson I've I've I wanted to give it a bit of time at the start of the season to um develop but I, I just, I just full on hate it now. Yeah, yeah, it's funny that um, just watching the um, the League Cup last night, it was actually really refreshing to not have Wasn't VAR. It? Yeah. And it just yeah. made me think. As much as I thought I was really for it and I wanted it, I, I think yeah. it's better without it because yeah, you get the same amount of controversy either way. Uh, and at least without it, you get to actually just uh, celebrate the goal without sort of second guessing yeah. what's going yeah. on. Yeah, you no, see, you've seen games, the games where the teams have been celebrating a no goal more than the teams celebrating a goal. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's getting a bit odd. Yeah. Well, also, the other thing about it, um, I know we're going slightly off piste here, but the other thing about it is if you've scored a goal and you've celebrated, it's a massive outrush of emotion. Um, and then you come, say you're waiting a couple of minutes, it comes back and it gets ruled off. If you're playing away at that, point right the crowd gets so up for it if you have your goal disallowed yeah and you saw it in the spurs game they mm. that it was a ma- it was a major lift for leicester that moment when that goal got yep, um, disallowed and it turned it turned the whole game round. 10 mm. minutes later they were 2-1 up and there was only one team going to win it so yeah i, I just it's rubbish isn't it i think mm. we just need to go back to having howard webb referee every man united game yeah, and get no. get rid get rid of our yeah, I'm I'm all for that. I'm all for that. <laughs> hey, hey, I think right. that's I think that's about a roundup, mate. Yeah, I think so, mate. That'll round, yeah, that rounds that stuff up. Um, so yeah, let's get into it, shall we? The uh, the main topic for this week's pod. Uh, we're six weeks in. The season's beginning to take shape. Um, so we're going to have a look at the drafts um, that happened at the start of the season. See which players are really underperforming, where and whether it's worth uh, dumping those those kind of big picks uh, that that everyone thought were going to be the, the the ones to get or uh, maybe worth putting them up for trade. So, um, yeah, has anyone got a candidate to uh, to throw into the mix? Jesus. Mm. So, yeah. 11 points, I think, so far this season. Um, got picked pretty high in our divisions, so I think 7th and I think 17th in the Creme. I think Benny has picked quite so high in the best of the rest, I think it's 31st looking at the, the table Andy's currently given me. Um, but yeah, so Aguero's playing a lot this season. I'm guessing he's not, he's just not playing so many games, essentially, Jesus, is he? I, Aguero's got eight goals already. Mm. So yeah. why, would you, why would you drop? I mean, you might as well just leave Sterling out if you're going to go and win 8-0. Mm. someone else well yeah just just play seven players <laughs> yeah exactly so he'll get his he'll, he will get his chance I'm not sure you know I, I yeah, he played quite a lot the year before last but Aguero had an injury or two through, throughout the season um, at the end of that season 
Aguero apparently had surgery on his foot that he'd been meaning to have for like three or four years, but putting it putting it off. And since then, he's actually not missed a huge amount of games. Mm-hmm. And and I had um, Jesus last year, and every week I was like, oh fuck, he's not playing again. You know, mm-hmm. do I try? And then I got to about January, February, and I, I did. I just got rid of him, and it was actually a really good decision. But I and I probably went way too late on that decision. So I. He's a really frustrating one. He's, He's such a, really a big name one. player, isn't he? And, he? and if he plays, he'll he'll probably score goals. But I think there's a few couple of years back, like you said, when uh, Pep didn't seem to fancy Aguero because of his mm. style of play. Yeah. But he's definitely won him over now, and yeah. just the sheer amount of goals. So, yeah. yeah, I think I think there's going to be a fair few games where Jesus won't play this season. I think it could be a um, it could be quite a juicy trade offering. Mm. You might be able to get yeah. you might be able to get someone to. Um, Tempt latch them. onto that yeah, yeah. Well, let, let, unless they listen forward. to this podcast <laughs> yeah. has, has there been a lot of trading going on because it's something no, last season never. we didn't we, it wasn't even really part of the game was it like, it, it was really last year it. was the first year it was in oh, was it? but nobody made one for the whole yeah. year <laughs> yeah there you go and um, no and no one has done one year this year so far it's tricky isn't it because yeah. I can't imagine a scenario where you would what where both people would would want to do it the only the only way i can see it happening is if you do a double trade so say you give up a better midfielder and get a better striker or something mm. yeah uh, um, i mean i am still willing to swap pepe for de bruyne if anyone's listening <laughs> <laughs> and eight million quid yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah just transfer me some money as well into my bank account that's fine yeah. uh, will anyone else well i picked up perez and he was poo. Yeah, I did the same. Um, and funny enough, I think also that was on um, one of the the preseason um, podcasts. It was, yeah. That, that was me. Hold my he, hand up. Yeah, the uh, Mister Always Right. Yeah, it was a good idea. He plays a bit forward. He's a midfielder. Um, not, not just produced, not does he? Found his, found the teammates, found the team. He's I mean, he was sort of mid-level round taken in the draft um and yeah i think he's you know he's only scored 10 points which is less than two points a game which is just shocking isn't it yeah so have you dropped him yeah i dropped him in like week two <laughs> yeah i took a little bit longer but yeah yeah he was he's what he's been a real flop um i'll throw one out um uh yeah okay i'm gonna take uh zaha uh will Zaha. he um he scored a load of points last year as a forward. Um, this year he got moved to a midfielder, which made him even more um, nice of a proposition at the time. Actually, probably better if he was a forward, uh, looking at um, the way that the season's panning out. But uh, Phil took him 12th overall in our league, which is extraordinarily high. Um, but he's only scored 12, uh, 11 points, I think, uh, so far. Um so, so is his head not in the game? Is do you think that's the problem? Do you think it's I just because don't think he wanted to move, didn't he? In the summer. Well, yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe um, he definitely wanted to go, didn't he? And they managed to hang on to him. But so do you think he? I don't know. Obviously, Palace are not a good team this season. But he, he, I've seen him play a couple of times. He just he's still the most fouled player in the Premier League. Really? Uh, yeah, by quite a long way um, as well. Um, and I don't know if you had Zaha. Does anyone have Zaha? I don't. Okay. If 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 you had him, you'd still probably keep hold of him. 
Yeah, well, the, the the points in the Palace team, if they get any, are always going to come from Zaha, aren't they? Pretty much. You would think so. Again, maybe another good trade candidate. You could probably get someone pretty decent if you're fed up with him. Mm, yeah, good shout. Uh, I mentioned Pepe already. Uh, I've been struggling with him. I think he got eight points this week, so I think it's probably the best week he's had. It but, was a penalty, uh, though, wasn't it? It was a penalty. Um, he's looked quite lively in the games, but I think his second highest score after that was five points, I think. And he obviously started the first couple of games on the bench. But I picked him, I think, 17th, I think I picked him. And it was the same in the in the BDR. And I think he got picked up 20th in the in the Creme. 19 points so far. Big name, mm-hmm. new to the Premier League. Will he kick on and start scoring tons of points once he's settled in for a few more weeks? Or is he going to be a bit of a... interesting trade candidate as well, I reckon. I yeah, because... I'd consider game. him. I'd consider him. As in, if someone offered me him for someone, I'd I'd I'd, I'd think I'd probably have a, uh, quite a long think about it because he's yeah. he's got to, he's got to start. You'd think he's got to start scoring, but he's he's not been he's not been great thus far. Um, no, I agree. Um, anyone want to talk about anyone else? Yeah, a wild card one for me, um, Christian Eriksen. Uh, just talking about trades, he hasn't got as many points as you'd expect so far this season, but he's been unsettled. Mm. Um, and you just wonder whether, you know, now that he's kind of somewhat committed to being at Spurs, is he going to kick on and, and improve during the season? Yeah, he's not been played, has he, much either? Well, that's what I thought, but I just kind of looking at his um, looking at his stats, he has been playing. Um, I think they rotate the team quite a lot at Spurs, mm. so he hasn't had the the kind of completely solid, you know, ninety minutes every game that he had last season. But um, you, he's one of those um, that you would definitely expect. You know, based on last season, you'd expect him to be right up there in the top you know, two or three uh, midfielders. It's odd there with Spurs, isn't it? And because if you look at the person who you would think would normally, you know, the, the creative side of Spurs through the middle, you'd say it come from him or Deli Ali. Deli Ali's played a total of 30 minutes right. this season. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting yeah. one, Christian Eriksen. <clears throat> Sorry, well, we were about to say something. Well, you've got an Undumbele as well that's been sort of yeah. injured a bit. Um, Sons doesn't look like he's firing. Tottenham are not doing that good, really, and they've got very creative until this weekend. Maybe. Do you think they're no. going to do a Man City? Are you predicting an eight-nil again? Not quite, but maybe <laughs> six, five or six oh. against Saints. They're playing Saints this weekend oh, right, at, okay. uh, at home, oh, so oh, they'll, they'll, they'll put a bucket full on us. I would imagine. <laughs> they'll get five or six. They'll put on us. You watch. <laughs> they'll get angry again because they got beaten by Leicester, didn't they? So we'll be on the end of that. Um, and, 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 in the, and in the League Cup as well, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they got knocked out last night at Colchester, didn't they? So, yeah. uh, um, okay, just a couple of interesting little ones before we move on. Um, David Luiz, interestingly, is still taken um, in some leagues. I he's he's got four points so far. Mm. I had him for a week or two. Mm, four I was, attra- points. I was attracted to the big name and the lovely haircut. Mm, and I thought, mm, Arsenal are not going to keep many clean sheets, and he's definitely going to give away tons of lot, tons of penalties. So I just got got rid, mate. He might score a goal, though. You never know. He's that kind of unpredictable player. A 40-yard yeah. free kick from yeah. somewhere with a knuckleball. Yeah, and then can see two penalties. But, um, yeah. 
yeah, just with Arsenal's how erratic they are and just how erratic David Luiz is as a player, it's not a good combination for fantasy four, points, is it? He didn't play the first game. He's played all five games since four points in five games. And that is because of the penalties he's been given away, isn't it? I think, mm. pretty much. Yeah. Mm. I don't think it's worth having any defenders. Well, no. No one's keeping clean sheets. Yeah, yeah. yeah even people like Liverpool. I mean, I think Van yeah. Dijk's got 23 points, which isn't a bad turnaround but um he got picked higher in our division i think than um robertson and trent i'll always go with the yeah. fullbacks because they're going to get you assists as well aren't they i was going to put robertson as a player that's, that's disappointed this season but when i checked he's actually got quite a lot of points um yeah i mean he's a poor man's marcelo as kind of the fifa <laughs> team of team of the year proof oh but, yeah, yeah that fifa team of the year the less said the better than that oh, anyway just thought i'd throw that Shocking in there joke isn't it <laughs> um lastly Sigurdsson last year, we've mentioned him quite a bit, so no point really. Yeah. But he was the... Definite drop-off, isn't it? Definite, definite drop-off. Definite, definite drop-off, yeah. He's, he's only scored 17 points. Um, yeah, he's... he's he, I think also, uh, I think Luca Dean now takes most of their free kicks. Who well, I've got at the back for me, actually. Yeah, and he, so he's only on penalties now and Everton haven't got one. So I think, yeah, it's... Um, those are the those are the biggest um, biggest flops. I think any of those guys that we've mentioned there, apart from maybe David Lewis, um, are interesting trade candidates. I'd really love to see someone go out and, and do a trade. Um, like, like I said, mate, De for Pepe, hook me up. Someone give me a shout. Yeah, let's make it happen. We want to see at least one trade this season. Let's do it. Right, in the meantime, let's have a look at the uh, Game Week 7 fixtures um, in the in the Premier League. Uh, Kelly, uh, let's have a couple of Premier League games you like the look of. Um, having a look at the list, uh, the, there's not any great games. Obviously, there's, there's, <laughs> there's a Man U-Arsenal game, which is a Monday night. Um, that'll be a chance for Gary Neville to get his teeth into how poor both teams are probably playing at the moment. <laughs> both teams leaking goals. One mm. team, a recognisable striker, but Arsenal with some strikers are playing away. So I think it's just that 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 game strikes me of just who wants to lose more at the moment. Yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, both teams trying to consolidate their top eight finish. Uh, yeah, so. mid-table, mate. That's what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, but uh, yeah, I'm sorry to bring them up again. But West Ham, Bournemouth. You know, they're both. Mm, yeah. So, so a good good def- good defence for West Ham at Bournemouth, like a goal or two, didn't they? That'd be an interesting one. Yeah. Um, so I think that'd be that'd be quite tasty. Uh, West Ham, West Ham, West Ham, West Ham, Bournemouth is the new Man United Arsenal. Yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right, mate. Yeah. West Ham haven't been as good away from home as they have um, at home. Um, the City result aside, um, and Bournemouth's last four games have all finished three-one, uh, and they haven't kept a clean sheet yet there is goals in that game definitely definitely there's a bit Uh, of glamour glamour tie as well isn't there Wolves versus Watford that's going to be a great game it's going to be terrible isn't it well Um, it's a good opportunity for one of them to start um, scoring um, mm. thus far an interesting one for me uh, not a glamorous tie but Palace Norwich uh, has got um, clean sheet uh, central for me. There's only been three goals in three games at Selhurst Park, at uh, Selhurst this um, season, uh, and uh, Norwich have only scored one away goal this year. Ooh. So, yeah. is it 
I guess not many people are going to have too many Palace or um, Norwich defenders, but the stats they, would say that that's, um, that, that's there, quite there is a Pookie on the prowl, though, isn't there? I mean, someone may have written him off earlier in the season, but Pookie's still going, isn't he? Down to buy it, mate. 12 goals. <laughs> 12 goals, yeah. <laughs> the one, one and a half Man City games. <laughs> um, Will, what takes your fancy? Um, who else is there? Uh, Everton Man City, I think, just because. Everton the hell knows. <laughs> yeah, I just oh, part of me just thinks that Man City are going to absolutely destroy them, but you, you never know. Everton could just suddenly. It's the type of game that Everton pull a performance out for. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I just like you know every bone in my body says they're going to get. We've been trashing the whole podcast, <clears> haven't we? But you just never know. They could just suddenly turn up, have a really strong performance, and nick something out of it. So mm. yeah, I don't know. That's probably the one that sticks out for me. Cool. Anything else? No, I think move on, bud. All right. So uh, we've covered the Premier League. Um, if you look at the real league, um, Crimson the Prem, Andy, which uh, matchup catches your eye this week? Well, um, it's it's a bit it's a bit up and down. I'm actually going to say. Um, I'm actually going to pick my own game this week because it's against your dad. He mm. started off four games unbeaten, scored loads, most points in the league, and he's lost his last two games. Mm. Um, I've just beaten Nick, who, who had the our last unbeaten record, so I'm on a bit of a high. He's on a bit of a low. Uh, can he turn it around or can I add to his misery? So I'm picking uh, myself versus Mark. Yeah, it, definitely interesting to see that that kind of run maybe coming to a bit of an end. Like you say, the um, the general makeup of the creme de la creme is changing a lot, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, Cully, have you got anything uh, that's catching your eye in the uh, Segundo del Mundo? Yeah, well, a couple of games. The first I alluded to earlier, which is Ali's scoring lots of points and he's up against the current runner front runner in josh so mm. i'm hoping someone can bring josh down and <laughs> uh yeah Isn't it? we can always dream about that um and my other one um would would be myself um i'm playing Stu this week and last year Stu and i had a, a tussle all throughout the season yeah both mid-table mediocrity loads of cup games together it seemed like it felt like i was playing each week and uh, we we came out fairly balanced as well, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that kicking off again this season. It's a bit of a bit of niggle there, I like it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's like a derby <laughs> match. Tasty, <laughs> tasty. Um, and uh, Will, if you have a little look down in the uh, best of the rest, anything in there that's worth um, you know tuning in for? Yeah, mate, I've had to kind of dive down into amateur L, down into the bottom <laughs> division, but I've, I've had a look in Tudor's absence. Um, and I'm, I'm sure this will get edited out, but I'm going to kind of pick out two minnows that are going to fight it out this week, which is Lee versus Pedro. Um, and that's on the premise that they've got two player points uh, between them and they're kind of sixth and seventh in the league. So I think that's going to be quite a, a tight game, actually. And um, obviously, Della's got quite a vested interest in yeah. Lee progressing up the league a bit. So, yeah, Pedro versus Lee for me. Nice one relegation scrap relegation scrap 
Right. So um, to finish up uh, this week, we've got a new section um, and we're going to have a, a little look at the um, teams and players to keep an eye on in the coming weeks. Um, so one thing that you, you might want to kind of keep your eye on uh, when you're deciding which players to bring in and how to set up your team is uh, what kind of run of fixtures teams have. So we've had a little look at some of the um, the, the candidates in the Premier League uh, that have got uh, really good runs or really bad runs. So w- w- has anyone got any to uh, throw yeah, out there? It's, um, it's Chelsea, mate. Uh, yeah. Undoubtedly, <laughs> Chelsea have got the best run of games in the next three fixtures. They've got Brighton, Southampton and Newcastle. Um, they're scoring loads of goals. All right, they might not be keeping clean sheets so much, but you'd think that you against those three teams, you'd probably start turning that around a little bit. Um, a little look at some of the players that are available. Amazingly, as Piliqueta is free in the bottom league. I, mm. Somehow. Um, don't really know how. Um, other than that, you're kind of scra- scraping the barrel a little bit. William and Pedro are both free in the SDM and the BDR. Um, I notice Emerson has an injury, so maybe Alonso might get a bit of playing time. He's do you free hope in all so? Th- you, do you love Alonso? I do love Alonso, but um, <laughs> he's uh, not in my team anymore. But there no. um, we go. It's not he, such, team. A, such a strong you know, scorer, though, Alonso. Long yeah, he, he has been. Yeah, you're right. Oh, and the other one yeah. to keep a look, look out for with Chelsea um, is Reese James. I don't know whether I mentioned him. Might have mentioned him last week. Um, he's young fullback. Uh, I think I did mention him. Um, he is a, he's a beast. He's absolutely enormous. And he is probably going to play when he gets back fit, which is going to be in the next little while. Yeah, so Chelsea, mate, are the best ones. Um, Sweet. All right. I mean, they're playing Saints, so, you know, that's... Uh, Another team who's playing Saints is Spurs, and they also have a really, really good um, fixture list, Southampton, Brighton and Watford, um, but no much point talking about them. I've had a look, and there aren't really very many players available, the only one being uh, Davinson Sanchez in the bottom league, and... Moussa Sissoko in all three leagues, but it's not. I mean, he has scored some points, but he's not a top point scorer. And he's not going to get many goals, is he? Bless him, Moussa Sissoko. Uh, we we um we we mentioned it a bit earlier. Burnley have got a nice run of fixtures. Next three of Villa, Everton, and Leicester. Being uh, all right, that's got two decent teams in there. Everton look like they're on a shocker at the minute. Um, and beyond that, actually, Burnley have got a really good run of fixtures coming up. Um, if they do start keeping clean sheets. Lowton, Ben Mee and Tarkovsky play every single game and none of them are taken in any of the leagues um, at the moment. So you might want to look at those guys going forward. Dwight McNeil is also one who's, who's picking up a few points. He's looked pretty good, actually, Dwight McNeil. It's like Burnley have got like a nice player for once. Um, he's, free in the, he's free in the creme, isn't he? He is, yeah. And Mark Wood. Uh, Mark Wood? No, what's his name? Chris Wood. Um is the he scored a couple of goals last year. He's free in the SDM. Uh, apart from that, lastly, I guess Villa got a nice couple of games. They got Burnley, Norwich, and Brighton in the next three. Uh, John, am I reading? Yeah. Am I reading this right? That Grealish is free in the Creme. Grealish is free in the in the uh, Creme. Yeah, I dropped him um, last ah, week. Ah, okay, fair um, enough. I had him for a week or two, and then I dropped him. Um, John McGinn um, is free in the BDR. Grealish, Wesley and Tyrone Mings are all free in the top league. So, yeah, those are some people to look out for. One thing that I wanted to throw out, um, 
talking about um, kind of players that, you, that that might have gone under the radar a bit and might come in. Um, I just noticed last night um, Man City played two completely unknown centre-backs and considering they've got this defensive crisis, does anyone know? Like, I don't even know if they're in the game, um, like the fancy football game. But <laughs> yeah, Howard they Ellis are. And Garcia, think, yeah. are they going to get played? Um, probably not. No, I'm with well, you. I, d- I would doubt it. I think he'd go more of a holding midfielder, or as you kind of said the other week, yeah. Carl Walker yeah. in there in, in a Premier League game. You never know, but I think he'll go with experience. He'll, it, they might play the odd game against a really poor side, but yeah. yeah. I think yeah. We'll um, Garcia is the slightly more um, senior of the two. Um, and he is in the game. I can't. What was the name of the other guy? Howard Bellis. Sounds like a little yeah. um, school child. He's not. <laughs> he's not in the game. Um, he's, he's not going to get many points, then, is he? Actually, Garcia played twenty-seven. <laughs> That's a good point. Actually, Garcia came on um, in the Watford game for the last half an hour. Mm. And if you listen to Pep afterwards, he he did say it gave us a, a chance to try some some new things out in defence because I think they brought on Cancelo, Angelino, and Garcia at half time, so they really changed up their defence um, in the second half with the a couple of the younger and newer guys. So yeah, maybe maybe Garcia is is one to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And um, are there any teams to avoid that have got a horrific runs of fixtures coming up? Well, after um, that glorious win for the Saints, they're going to get a couple of batterings, presumably, because they've got what, Spurs, yeah. Chelsea, the Wolves game. I know Wolves are kind of a way, at the moment, but mm-hmm. that's a tough three fixtures. I, w- I wouldn't fancy fancy it for them, to be honest. So, yeah, I think Southampton have a tough couple of weeks. Sorry, mate. Um, Newcastle also got a shit fixtures list Sheffield United have got shit fist list so did Brighton and so interestingly do Man United they've got to play Arsenal and Liverpool in the next three um, yeah. even though I'll, Arsenal I'll don't think... strike fear but you, it's, it's not you're not going to score a load of points there I don't think I think a solid point out of nine isn't, isn't a bad return is it probably get a draw at Newcastle <laughs> let's hope not Right. Well, I think that's probably about all we have time for this week. Um, Remember, we're going to Clapham Sports Bar and Grill on Saturday. Uh, We're going to aim for the 3 p.m. games and go from there. There's uh, six uh, three o'clock kickoffs and then uh, Everton versus City at half five. So um, stick around for some uh, goal fest there. Um, Next week, we've got the legendary Phil joining us uh we'll be digging into uh something else incredibly interesting i'm sure um so uh yeah thank you once again for listening um i've been tom the substitute probert um i've been joined by uh andrew the commissioner della yeah thanks so much for stepping in mate absolute pleasure um will the one graham thanks mate you're better than tudor one signing <laughs> off uh, Pedro's still twiddling his knobs uh, yeah bye <laughs> and uh, this week's guest of course uh, Cully yeah thank you cheers so until next week uh, when Tudor returns as your host goodbye and stay safe out there <laughs> <laughs>